Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We say things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening. Yeah. Hello everybody. Hello everybody. Welcome to We Say Things episode 1 and 4 and 9. Uh we are in Stockholm. Man, you really zoomed in these cameras. No, I didn't. You really you just want to show these just double sit, chins just sit off. Just back huh? a bit. You know, just lounge. Yeah, if I lounge, this is what it looks like. <laughs> Very good. So, we are in Stockholm, of course, uh, at the major Sorry, we're a couple days late, uh, but, you know, do what you gotta do, nah mean, son. Uh, this is probably the worst intro that I've personally done. Well done! Why do you have headphones on? 149. That's a good question, actually. No, I don't. Alright, that's a good boy. Man, you really fucked these cameras up. What is this? Guy? What do you mean? This looks terrible. What is it? What's the problem? It... I showcased you this before we went live. You said nothing. We go live and you're like, the cameras are bad. Because I didn't think about it until now. Okay, it's fine. That's great. We'll, we'll just continue on. Wow, you really always care about this stuff. So, wow, the lighting is bad. The camera angles. That's, that's actually you. I know. That's why this is funny. Because okay. you're complaining. But you think that this looks fine somehow. I think it's I mean, You okay. can't even see my hands. Just lift them up higher. My baby hands. Can't okay. see my hand. So, Slapping you. This week is going to be a bit of a shorter episode probably. Yep. And we'll get into what's happening next week. But first, thank you to our patrons. Beautiful patrons. I have it on my tablet over here. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Happy 30 Clinically Obese Dave. If you are eco-conscious and want a good chair for cheaper, check, manu- check remanufactured chairs from BTOD or Crandall. Not an ad. <laughs> good. I hope so. Good. I cover my ears during scary moments too. Oscar Seeker purchasing the inbruch tier in hope this podcast lasts forever. Do you have the wish to experience something for the first time again? Wish I could forget I played Artifact and delete it. Vovalicious with Trump coming back to Twitter, it's time to introduce a hundred dollars per month subscription to Smurf Free Rank Games. Okay. What? I don't understand that at that all. Makes sense. Roundy three. No, but seriously, Dota can have way more active players than it currently does, and it's a shame that Valve doesn't do it justice. Disco Farm D, what sound does my lovemaking make when there's no one around to hear it? Stooge, simple stooge, stoogey. No, no, I said I'm not. Okay. Uh, Akuna Matata lives in Chandler Gilbert, just saying. Commander Donut, Chakar, still an asshole. Milan, Miami, the Mega Pope. And tell us about Beyond the Summit TI in New Zealand. <laughs> and Zan Xavier, Nate Thicko, Zero One, Hamscroats, Bacon Shark TM, Freshly Seasoned Goat Balls, Dop, Nothing to See Here, Underscore Man. Hey Google, what time is it? You sweet oeuvre mort, can we get Seb on the podcast? Ben Broomhead needs to change his Patreon name. Pitch Black, Wooden Aftertaste, Anonymous, and Peter. Egyptian mummies wouldn't be so rare today if the Victorian British hadn't eaten most of the Niebling. That one has to be a lie. That's a lie. 
Egyptians' mummies wouldn't be so rare today if the Victorian British hadn't eaten most of them. There's literally no way that's true. That sounds fake. Uh, there was one more thing I want to say. Oh, yeah, the setting. We are sitting in a game room right now. This that's is right. not one of our hotel rooms. That's why we have gaming chairs and there's Move like over. other PCs in the background. Uh, so we're just recording from here and doing a short stream for this app. Stop pushing me. See, this is better. Okay. Do you want to sit all the way back there? I think it's okay. It works. It's a scuffed up. Yeah, it's real scuffed. All right. So let's get started with the episode, which next week's episode is the new... (laughs) Cut that out (laughs) post-edit. Moving on. Uh, Next week's episode, it has not been 100% confirmed but it's 95% confirmed that we will, in fact, be doing a live episode, episode 150, in fact, at the major in front of people. Very cool. I don't know exactly how it's going to work or what day specifically, but I've been told that the arena doors open, let's just say, 10 a.m., and the games don't start till 12. So if we start the podcast basically right when the doors open, people can kind of trickle in and watch us if they want. So if you're in the Stockholm area, come join. I know there's still some seats available, but that's uh, that's pretty fucking cool. I'm not gonna lie. You nervous? So nervous. I bet you're gonna belch in front of a live audience on podcast. So you will make it. You'll make a challenge out of this. I'm not. I don't know if they would want me to name them. The person that's putting this together for us has said. That they will be disappointed if I'm not myself. Oh. Despite, and apparently, I don't know. Last time that happened to James at the Shanghai Major, he got fired, so. (laughs) That actually is almost a direct quote. That's true. But it's not streaming to like ESL, it's still my channel, right? That's true. And if I'm belching in an arena, that. I mean, in what universe in the future will I ever have that opportunity to belch in front of a ton of people? Yeah, better grab that while you can. What a what a great opportunity. I mean, when I leave this earth, Cinderin, I don't want to regret things like this. Yeah, with the same line of thinking, you could be like, when will I ever again have the opportunity to strip naked in front of a hundred people? Yeah, but I don't. I won't enjoy that. Oh. I enjoy belching. What if we would? You know. The audience would enjoy that, which is more important than you. No, I, I could care less about the okay. audience. Okay, right. next topic. Uh, the NBA. Oh, Yes. It's not great news, everybody. Uh, I thought it was going to be an easy 4-1 series for the Suns. It is 3-3 against the Dallas Mavericks. I don't know how that's possible. The Suns have played so unbelievably bad. I have just been depressed watching them. We do get to play Game 7 in like a day or so. Who's coming in? Oh, hi. Welcome to the podcast, Ebony. Come say hi. Do you want to join? (laughs) We have a special special guest. guest. (laughs) It's Ebony. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Yeah, get some snacks. Enjoy yourself. All right, that was Ebony. This Uh, is my favorite cameo ever. (laughs) I just came in to take. We can make that the title of the uh, the episode. (laughs) Guest episode, Ebony. Very good. Let me just take a swig here. Mm. Not sponsored. You wish though. You actually wish. That would be That's got to be high up on Anyway, your list. the Suns might lose, Cinderin. They might. They might also win. Yeah, it's going to be at home. I don't know what to think. Didn't you win all the other home games? 
We have. It, yeah, it's been every home team has won, but all right. it, we've been so bad that I've just lost faith in the team. So Either way, I'll be okay. Uh, no need to check on me. I'll wake up at 3 a.m., watch that game, and then might not show up to work. Yeah. So well, if you lose, I know. Uh, if you're not at work, I know why, rather. Yeah. That's good. All right. I'm cheering for you. I hope you win. Thank you, Cinderin. I Because I care that. about you, and I want you to be happy. As long as it's not at the expense of me, which is why you can't just belch directly into my face. That I'm not in support of that, even if it makes you happy. It's not You don't it. think you would laugh? I would probably be a bit disgusted. But I would probably would, laugh, too. You'd still laugh. But it would be a net loss for me. Would it, though? Yeah. The, so the laughing is a defense mechanism, or what? Anyway, let's go to the next topic. You're such a robot, actually. You're just like... Next topic. Uh, Slacks and I came out with a little workshop submission. Oh. The Dota Jam workshop submission. It's a... Okay, I'll tell you the whole story about this. Let me just explain what it is for a lot of the people that don't know. There's a game called NBA Jam, which I feel like most people would have heard about. Mm-hmm. At some point. It's in very, the U.S. It's a, in the U.S. especially, but I feel like it's, that is a global game, though. Isn't it called NBA 2K? No, no, no. That's a newer... No, no, no. So, okay, NBA 2K is like a simulation, right? It's like okay, so NBA Jam is a very old NBA game. Jam is like very cartoony, like you can jump in the air, do somersault and slam dunk. But so like the, Space Jam, the movie. Space Jam is a movie, but yeah, sure. It was a good movie. So in the, early, in the early 90s, they came out with a Maybe. game called NBA Jam, which was a... Very, like, arcade-type, like, uh, for fun basketball game. It's like two-on-two. So it's like... Okay. Not five-on-five or not realistic at all. Sounds more like uh, table tennis. Actually, you can look at my shirt. Of course, it's so zoomed in, you can't see shit. Of course you can. NBA Jam. There you go. Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Uh, Anyway, so... This very iconic game came out in the early 90s. They made a bunch of different variations. And it has an extremely iconic voice attached to it where if you guys have heard things like he's heating up or boom shakalaka is like is it the shoes yeah people people keep asking for that one i've never heard that one personally maybe it's not the same announcer then it is it's just very iconic it's very is it the shoes so i heard that one the guy's name is the guy's name is tim oh shit tim kritzschraw or something like that. (laughs) that's probably right it's a hard last name he's done he's been the voice of nba jam uh, the voice of NFL Blitz, which was one of my favorite games of all time as well. And so what happened was I was actually streaming and somebody contacted me that was a subscriber. And he's like, I know the guy, the NBA Jam voice guy, and I'm looking to do an announcer pack. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And he's like, I'm looking for advice or something like that. I can't remember. This is like a year and a half ago. And you're like, can I have his number? And you just did it behind <laughs> his back. So... Uh, <laughs> Essentially, I talked to him and I said, you know, I think it would be cool if I wrote some lines for it, because obviously I can have a big crossover between NBA and Dota, and I'm thinking to myself, why not Slacks and get involved as well, because he can do lore, even though it's not, you know, it doesn't have to be purely NBA stuff. Mm -hmm. So got Slacks together, we did a bunch of lines, and they had Tim record all these lines that, you know, we wrote, and they're fucking hilarious, Right? If you say so yourself. They're hilarious. And, yeah, so we submitted the workshop submission. I actually met him. It's been over a year now because he just happened to be in the Phoenix area, so I had dinner with him. Um, I'm wondering if I'm, I can, am I, if I'm allowed to say that. I feel like it's... 
So I was actually... Maybe I did mention this. Did I ever mention I met him in the past? In the maybe. podcast? So I was appalled. So he's a waiter. Okay. Okay. And I'm like, huh. I wonder why... Not that being a waiter is a bad thing. That's like... It's fine. But, you know, he's in his 50s. And I feel like he'd be rich. Right? Mm-hmm. Like he wouldn't need to work anymore. Apparently, he got fucked by Midway. Which is the company that... He, they never actually gave him any royalties. Can you fucking believe? Like, it's literally the most iconic voice in arcade gaming, in the U.S. at least. And I was disgusted by this. So hopefully, you know, if it gets in, he'll make some money. But that, He's making royalties that, was, on this that was so weird to me. Like, it's such a disconnect from, like, the way that things work in esports, which is very messy, but mm-hmm. you don't get... I mean, you get fucked over, I guess, but... On that scale, that doesn't really happen very often, right? So, yeah, we came out with the workshop submission. I'll put the link in the description of the video if you guys want to vote for it. Uh, it's got a lot of support on Reddit so far. It was very overwhelmingly positive. There have been two downvotes on the workshop submission. Out of how many? Thousands. That's pretty good. It's a good ratio, I won't lie. One of them was me. I wouldn't expect anything less. Um, the other one was my Smurf. That doesn't exist. Yeah. Good effort. I got Susie to log in and download it too. <laughs> God, I'm really holding back Belchie. Yeah, here. you are actually awful. Maybe I can slip one into the announcer pack. So, an announcer pack hasn't really come out in a long ass time uh, in Dota. And the community, uh, like the community announcer packs have never really come out other than like Pyrian, and that's kind of it. Everything else has kind of gone through Valve. Uh, like, even submitting the workshop item, there's not an option for an announcer pack. Oh. I had to submit it as a loading screen. So, yeah. Who knows if it's going to happen. Probably but get it in as a loading screen, at least. Just the NBA loading screen. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, they, they won't get sued for that one. No, that's fine. So, yeah. That's, uh, that's that. Okay. Moving on to the... Vote for it. Stockholm Major Please Sindarin. confirm in chat that you have voted for it yes. immediately. Confirm. Great. Even if you hate it, you have bad taste. Man, even my pointing, I have to go all the way up here to see... This is pathetic. All right, so let's just uh, talk about the Stockholm Major as it is right now. Um, first and foremost, Mind Games, one of the teams in Group B. They didn't want us to say forfeit. They have been eliminated. They didn't want us to say got, they got disqualified oh, because that forfeit. implies that they did something wrong to get DQ'd, which they didn't. They had, have just not shown up. That's kind of doing. Issues. That's kind of doing something wrong. Usually, disqualification is if you break a rule, right? Yeah. You get disqualified if you break a rule or if you're unnecessarily like, you know, if you if you pull a pure or something like that. That's disqualification. Okay. So they are they are no show. They didn't manage to get visas in time to get here, so they didn't get to play, uh, which means we're down to thirteen active teams, one which group is, of seven and one group of six. It's unfortunate because obviously with China not being here. Uh, it meant that the groups, I wouldn't say they don't matter, but because Mind Games is now out, that means nobody in that group is getting eliminated in the group stage. It's literally just for seeding, yep. upper, lower bracket, all that good stuff. So if you're in group A, which we'll talk about a little bit later with EG, uh, feels really bad that one team will be eliminated uh, that's actually come here. So, But I want to talk about Mind Games because there's some some speculation. I've heard some things behind the scenes as well that they kind of made it seem... So, first reaction from fans is that ESL fucked up, which is definitely not the case Mm -hmm. for this. Uh, (laughs) For this? For this. (laughs) (laughs) 
okay. Okay. Nobody's perfect, you know? But they made it seem like they had visas ahead, like, way ahead of time. And ESL had backup plans because they, you know, every any tournament at this level is going to have a button, like, a plan A, plan B, plan C, etc. So they had contacted a couple teams ahead of time saying, hey, you know, if this team can't come, then we need you to be ready. Mind Games kept telling them that they had visas. Yeah. And apparently... They didn't. One of their players literally didn't have a passport. Apparently, like, I don't know how it's fucking possible. So Wait, a lot of okay, hang on, give me a sec. You're playing Pro Dota to go to a major, and you don't have a passport. Yeah. What? It's what did you expect? I don't know. I are you? I don't it, know. Th- this sounds. This is one of those stories that sounds so absurd that maybe it's. It fake. might just be true. It could be fake news as well. It's like you know. Okay. But well, either way, whatever has been lost in translation or whatever has been communicated, whether it's fully true or not, mind games aren't here, and the backup plan was not put in place in time, seemingly because of misinformation from the team, right? So that sucks, because we could have had another team, like, I think it was maybe, was it CIS Rejects that were maybe ready to jump in and play, uh, or maybe it was one of the other teams from the region, I'm not sure. I think yeah. CIS Rejects were the next in line, right? They were the ones yes. that got fourth. So, yeah, they're, so, understandably, a lot of those teams are not happy, because... Mind Games kind of not only fucked themselves, but fucked other teams from being able to participate in the Major. So, yeah, that's kind of the big story of the Major itself so far. But if we move on past that, uh, we can talk about... Let's... Do you want to talk about standings we'll like do standings as they are last. now? Okay. Let's do standings last. So, I want to talk about some talent that are here. So, MLP and John X Flyer, they... I didn't know this, but, I mean, obviously they've been working together for a long time. They had never actually physically met in the five years that they've been friends. Five years. Crazy. That. They've cast together for five years. They've been invited to every event, and John X Fire always said, I have a passport. And then he didn't. <laughs> so they just didn't get to go. Yeah, that's really But after five years, <laughs> he was sent one by a player from Mind Games, and right. he could participate with that. So that was amazing. It just worked out. Good for John. That's good stuff. Let's go, John. Uh, They're great guys. Yeah, he was very having, likable people. He was actually having issues with his uh, his travel. Like a lot of people from SCA were, so he yeah. came like a couple days late. He yep. traveled straight from the Philippines and then cast without even coming back to the hotel, which is he crazy. arrived and then he went to work. Yeah, that's. Uh, he seemed pretty lively for having flown that far. I was, was would Yeah, I, there's. You could not pay me enough. Okay, you could. <laughs> You'd have to pay me a lot more to go straight to work because yeah. I would want to take a shower. Not that he smelled bad or anything. I would smell like a trash can, though. I've made that trip before. It's bad. Mm. It's brutal. Uh, so, yeah, I'm glad to see some new blood and whatnot. And they're very nice gentlemen. They have along a, with, uh, mm-hmm. for, for not having been to major lands before, I feel like they have a pretty big fan base. Like There's a lot of people that have really been cheering for them and were excited to see them. So that's awesome as well for the people that have followed them for the years that they've cast online. Right? They've cast a lot of qualifiers, hubs. I think they have cast some of the DPC also before this year, right? It wasn't yes. only this year that they covered it. Uh, but this was their first big, big land that they got to go to. And they seem, they seem genuinely really excited about it, like stoked, and they're having fun, and they're mingling very well with the other talent. It's so. great to it's see nice. that spark, you know, because in a couple months it's going to be gone. Yeah. You know, you become jaded as a talent. Or uh, as we say in Dota, you become jaked. Jaked? You, yeah, you work with slacks. Uh, two events, and then... Then you got to shave your head and become a demon. You're jaked. Yeah. You just become jaked. It's rough stuff. Uh, in addition to that, obviously, we've met Avo before at yep. TI, but he's accompanied by his co-caster, Seek and Strike. 
It, again, seems very, very nice. Uh, I'm glad that we're getting like a, not a lot of newer people. I say newer, but obviously they've all been casting for a while now. But newer in terms of people that are typically invited to majors. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that ESL was able to expand kind of the, the general pool to freshen it up a bit. Obviously with China not coming and then mind games, a lot of games were actually uh, lost yeah. as a result. There was which, even more talent meant to come, but yes, but we lost And teams, of course, so. we, we obliged. Uh, they asked us if we wanted to work less and give our cast to other people to provide them an opportunity to showcase themselves. And I'm like, of course, I'll sacrifice those many hours of casting for other people. Not a, because I just want to rest. That's a day. big thing. We sacrifice a lot for the community. <laughs> <laughs> like, you mind doing one less best of three today? I'm like, you threw a fit. Oh, man. That's a tough one. They literally Boy. had to have you escorted out of the studio because you were putting your foot down. I will cast everything. I will game. cast everything. So, yeah, happy to see that. Uh, and then, lastly, in terms of talent, Fly is here. Uh, obviously, he's been on the podcast before. I recommend. Or he actually asked me if there was going to be any casting spots at the. Was that the, or just D for DPC? To which you asked, "Do you have a passport?" I asked if you have a passport, and they said yes. I'm like, "Prove it, bitch." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, I contacted somebody at ESL and asked if they had anything. They're like, "Ah, eh, it's kind of full." But then, I guess Fly convinced them. They they just took a look at him. He's like, "Okay, he, he had, this man is attractive." He had dirt on them. Oh, yeah, that's true. Players have a lot that of dirt. A... Actually, they have dirt on each other, not so much tournament organizers. But he's been, I mean, not surprising. He's very eloquent and very put together, been very good at casting. I know he's wanted to do some panel. I don't know if they're going to get him to do any, but mm. uh, he'd be a natural at all of this yeah. stuff. So, Can I just say, like, based on what you hear from other games, like... Counter-Strike or Call of Duty and like other esports I feel like our talent group in general just gets along really well like it's very positive reinforcement like a nice work environment people are very open to cover for each other if somebody's sick or if somebody can't do it for whatever reason if there's like some spontaneous change up in schedule that happens like somebody's gonna step in and be like you know what I'll do an extra series to help cover like uh, it's it's very like it's always going to be indirectly competitive because there's only finite spots at events or whatever. Right. Uh, but people aren't like trying to set each other up for failure in any aspect. Like we just do our jobs, we do our best, and it's awesome to see other people. Um, yeah, and everybody that's here, is, it's just nice. So that's I think that's something you might just take for granted if you're from Dota. But I think if you do other games, you might have a different experience. I I took it for granted at first, and then because there were I mean there were a couple people that. Maybe not the best, uh, but over time they've been weeded out and whatnot. And if you look at the counter strike, it's much more toxic. Mm -hmm. It's so toxic. I can't even believe some people would want to work there, yeah. uh, doing that game. Uh, which if you love the game enough. I'm trying to understand how that happens. Like, is it literally just the game? Like, people that play counter strike are more aggressive by nature, or was like, it? Just... Or you work for a news channel? <laughs> Shooters cause aggression. No, 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 no. You know what I mean. Like, they're more broy. Does that make sense? That's definitely a yeah, thing. Yeah, I guess. But, I don't know. But my guess is that a couple people that became popular, that, mm -hmm. which is by luck and just being in the right place at the right time, they just happen to have that type of personality and it kind of breeded more people like them, mm -hmm. creating this quote-unquote boys club, as I think it's called in Counter-Strike. So, 
I, I don't know. That's my best guess. I don't know what the cause is. I don't because know why. Because I'm a Counter Strike guy, and I don't feel like I'm, I mean I know I'm not like that at all, mm-hmm. right? I I guess I would not have fit into that culture. Uh, so it's a good thing I picked Dota. Yep. It's a good thing. Good. All right. So let's get to the stand. So this is the shitty thing about doing the podcast today is we can't do full groups updating and all that stuff once the group stage is over. But it's I thought it would be weird to have a podcast like four or five days after the last one. So uh, plus like what, what the hell would we talk about on the next podcast if we did that? Well, if we had done this one on Monday, the groups would be over. But then it wouldn't fit our schedule. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. We should have Jenkins as a guest again. You will absolutely... Wait, why did I just do I, this? I don't know why you're doing this. You're just scrolling and I'm like, let me do this. <laughs> okay, so... so... Why the fuck did I do this? <laughs> the problem is, like we said, a lot will change within the next few hours. And then tomorrow and the next day, we'll kind of wrap it up. So we instead of talking about actual direct standings, we can talk about what regions are doing well. Like, who's been impressive okay. and who's underperformed so far, right? Yeah. So, take everything with well, a grain of we salt. We could say Tundra has already... Tundra's guaranteed upper bracket. Yeah. Uh, as the only team currently with a score of 7-1. to one. So, they're doing really, really well. Uh, the overall regions that are performing the best are Europe with Tundra, uh, Tundra Liquid, as well as OG are all looking, I would say, pretty good overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, SCA, I think, has been the biggest positive surprise overall. T1, Fnatic, as well as um, Boom are all good. Boom have five draws as of right now. Very interesting scoreline. That's exceptionally rare that you see that. Um, but it obviously can happen. They have one series left. Um, and then, oh, did I mention Gaming Gladiators from EU? I don't think I did. They're also looking really good. So I think EU and SCA are great. And then out of CIS as well, or Eastern Europe... Both BetBoom and Team Spirit are also doing great. So as a matter of fact, the only region so far that has yet to really deliver is uh, NA. Evil Geniuses have been looking pretty damn poor compared to expectations. Garbage, some would say. TSM are a question mark, I think it's fair to say for now. They still have games to cover. They have uh, two draws and a loss. Yeah. Uh, so they could well, definitely still make it. Keep in mind, uh, Quinn was, Quinn was standing, standing in with that's true. Bryle going to offlane. But now Saberlight's back, so they yeah. have their original roster. Yeah. That's true. They're full, they're full squad now, which might definitely affect things in a positive way. Um, and then I guess finally, SA, the, the region that I guess most people were expecting to underperform. Uh, Beast Coast do not have a good scoreline right now, but Thunder Awaken have been looking very promising in their games. Uh, a lot of people have Pakas as a future superstar as well out of that region, so... And they're very interesting. They've to watch. had the best game of the entire tournament by far. Uh, the game against Team Liquid, where they were down Mega Creeps. And what was it? It was a toss back into double lasso into the fountain. Matu's Wraith King died three times because he had Aegis. And they come back down God knows how much with Mega Creeps. That's one of the best games I've ever seen, for sure. That was fucking crazy. Uh, and I mentioned this on panel, but I'm going to say it again. Fly literally called it right before it happened. He's like, this is the only thing that can get them back in the game, and they did it. That's one of the few times that you hear an analyst actually say something of worth. Am I right? That's true. Okay. Uh, did we mention? We didn't really mention how well BetBoom are doing, right? Because they there was some speculation. Okay, you know, they qualified out of the Eastern Europe qualifier. How good are they really? It's a short format. They didn't play the long league. They just played a, a bracket system. 
they have definitely proven here that that was not a fluke, right? Yep. They've got one win, three draws, and zero losses to their name in a group with some pretty damn good teams. Uh, they crushed EG today, which is the least impressive, I guess, overall. I guess that 2-0 is less impressive than some of their draws based on how things have gone so far. Uh, we've cast two of their series. It was that one and the one against Boom. And the game they won against Boom, they just rolled them. So uh, very, very promising. This is a team that could get top six, I think, based on how they've played so far, which would be, you know, great result. First lane for three of their players, I think. Um, we never did predictions, did we? No, I don't think so. Is there a point in doing them now? I guess we wait till the next episode. Yeah, next episode will be before the arena, right? Or no, it won't. It'll be, be narrowed be... down to like six teams. Yeah, there will be a few teams left. Yeah, we'll see. Something like that. But yeah. So uh, that's basically the state of it. If EG don't start winning literally every game, they will be the only team eliminated in groups as it stands yeah. right now. They are zero on this board. They're zero one and three, but I think it might almost be zero one and four now. At least. Uh, they lost the first game of the series they're currently playing. They did? While we're recording. Jesus Christ. Well, you watched it, right? They got stomped, you said. Oh, yeah. They were up. They were down like 30. They were getting giga-stomped yeah. by OG, I think. Yeah. So, that's true. Yep. So Tough times for EG. Yeah. Got to figure it out. That is uh, rough stuff indeed. Which is weird because that was the one team I wasn't really that worried about. I thought EG were a contender to get a high placement in this tournament. Yeah. And it's just not they happened. Have, Sometimes things just don't work out. They have miscalculated something. Yeah, something's just off. Okay. And, and in terms versus, of... Actually, you know what's quite interesting, just quickly with EG? Mm. You know how at the beginning of the last DPC season, they had like this start when they brought in Jerex, and their first like two or three weeks, they just looked totally off from expectations, right? They, they were really like bad again. And then they had time. They had a lot of time to recover, figure out their mistakes, and then they actually pulled they pulled one out of the bag and actually made it out of that season, right? Uh, this time around, they're in kind of, it feels a little bit similar where it's, things are disconnected, their drafts aren't fantastic compared to other teams, just that they don't have that time to adjust. They don't play a game a week. They play all their games in four days, right? That's true. And if you don't see rapid improvement day-to-day... It's just too late. And it's the... Right? So. Actually, they've been playing together, I guess, for a while, right? Like, boot mm -hmm. camping. So there's no... I believe they didn't boot camp leading into this, is what I've heard. I don't know why, uh. but maybe they were exhausted from the DPC boot camp. Maybe they... Exhausted? Like maybe like set it up game a week. <laughs> yeah, but it's well, a long... Time. Like, about yeah, it. if you think about it, though, if they're boot camping for an extended period of time and only play one game a week, it's like the external things, it's right? It's travel exhaustion. It's mean. travel. It's being away from everything. Like, some of their players, you know, Nightfall, Abed... Who knows when they were home last yeah. uh, and had okay. rest. You know, it, it's different. Like, It might be something that's not in the server, really, that could be affecting them a lot, like getting break and rests and stuff. And then maybe the timing just didn't line up very well with when they did get their break was when they should have actually been training hard for this. Right. Uh, you got to find that, that sweet spot where you have enough time to rest. Because if you're just grinding nonstop, then you burn out. And if you don't play enough, then you're not ready. Right? So, whatever it is, it's speculation, but... The bottom line's the same. EG are just not good right now. That's how it is. Indeed. Okay, so that is the major. Uh, and that is almost the last thing. This is going to be a pretty damn short episode. We can do actually. a couple of mailbag questions. We will. Uh, last news of the week is that FY has joined IG. <laughs> He's back. The Tusk King. Yep. You think of Tusk when you think of FY? I think of Tusk Rubik. and Rubik. It's just a you famous... pick one. It's a famous quote because of True Sight, right? Where he's like, you dare pick X against the Tusk King. 
right? Oh. That was that clip. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, any thoughts on FY other than being a legend and all that? He's very good. Um, that's pretty much it, I think. Okay, great. Uh, wasn't there also some news with Kaka? Am I mixing things up? Maybe I am. Um, are you going to Google it? I feel like there was some news with Kaka, wasn't there? Okay, well. So FY Jones IG. Uh, we'll see how that shakes things up in the Chinese scene. Obviously, there's a bit of disconnection overall since they're not at the major they're doing their own regional thing which now that i think about it when is that cinderin i'm guessing it's after the major right uh, the kaka isn't the kaka news isn't that new it's two weeks ago so we I, we probably already talked about that that he joined rng right we did not he joined rng there you go <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> when is the chinese tournament it's not uh, even on liquipedia right I now i don't know actually Okay, well... But yeah, China obviously has their own... Okay, so let's do a couple mailbag wait, questions. Wait, what do you mean? The Chinese tournament. They're, they're, already, doing, they're, they're doing a regional thing. They already played it, didn't they? They played it already? Isn't that so over? we haven't talked about that. Was that, was that this week or last week? The regionals, the Chinese-only tournament is already played. Okay, I'm keeping up with everything as you can do tell. Do you want to guess who won? Uh, PSG LGD. That's a very good guess and is correct. Is it on here? I don't know why it's not on Liquipedia, though. Oh, there it is. DPC CNT2 final. Okay. We can talk about uh, this. Yeah, that, so didn't... that played from May 6 to 8. So that checks out, right? We recorded the podcast on the 5th. Okay. So, I did not realize that it was literally four teams, double was, limb bracket. It was a so super short tournament. That's why you miss fast. it. It was just this weekend. That's it. Um, but yeah, we were... Our last episode was Thursday, and this started the Friday, so okay. we couldn't have covered it until then. So PSG out. LGD beat RNG 2-0, then they beat... I they actually, scroll. they lost to Aster 2-0, so going to the lower bracket, and then they faced Aster again in the grand finals and 3-0'd them. A lot of zeros that I'm seeing here. There was uh, a little bit of, I don't know if you want to call it drama or whatever, but Aster, in their winning interview, after they beat LGD in the upper bracket, they were throwing some shade, you know... I wouldn't say they're like calling them trash, but they were hmm. perhaps not being like, yeah, they played great, but we were better today or something. There, there was definitely a little bit of a shade going on. So then LGD just had to, you know, Three them. show them who's boss in the finals and, and shut it, all the haters up. You know, Aster probably were not expecting to get rolled like that after they just 2 of them. Rick rolled. Yeah. So yeah, they got second. Aster did, of course. Uh, and LGD with another win are more or less guaranteed TI already without attending the major. They just got enough points. Like, they're getting so many points from this. So I think the Chinese first place was 450. Uh, and I think the major first place is like 680, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. So this is a pretty damn good chunk of DPC points Only they're getting. Only top two get DPC points. Yeah, what do you think about that? That's odd. The LGD get 450, Aster get 300, and XMG, or did I call them X? Is that what, is that what they call Extreme Gaming. Is it XMG or is it XG? Just Their short X, handle is. I don't think it's XMG. I don't remember it. Uh, probably not. And RNG get no points for third and fourth. Um, give them five points. Five points? <laughs> give them something. Five. Nobody's going to miss those five points. That's true. They're coming out of thin no, air. No, will they? <laughs> you never know. That could break a tie, Cinder. Five points. It's better than zero, technically. All right, so that was the DPC China Regional Finals. And from here, let's do a couple mailbag questions. Yeah. Can you tell me if we... Is this going to be our shortest episode in like a year? No, because you're going to talk for a half hour with one of these questions. Awesome, okay. Have we done this question? Let's read it real quick. 
I feel like we have, but I'm not. I think we have, or at least one that's similar enough. Yeah. Okay. Skipping that one. All right. So we have a question from Mr. Niebling. You get a billboard on Times Square for a week. What do you put on it and why? I would put a picture of my cat's face. Why? Because it's cuddly. Oh, so you're just like... No this personal will, This game. will make people happy. Just... I don't so give a shit about... I've already established. I don't care about other people. So why are you doing it? It makes personal you happy. Personal satisfaction. It makes you happy that yes. there's a cat there. How about Mr. Cinderin? Would you want to advertise something? I would put your face on there and then a text missing. Have you seen this man? <laughs> That's very mean. Why? Because then people that know me will think that I'm missing. They'll That's actually true. But then they will be relieved when they find out you aren't. And that will trump the worry they had to begin with. So it's a net positive. God, what a shit answer. Okay, what will I put on a billboard? Um, hmm. You don't want to put onion up there? Hmm. That's just a boring answer. You say you put your cat. I'll put my dog. It, it's boring for you because I said that first. I will put a message. Message to all game developers. Finish your fucking games before you release them. One week on Times Square. Is that a direct shot for Cyberpunk? It's a direct shot at two-thirds of all game developers right now that have to push games before they're done. Okay. Don't release your games until they're done. There you go. We'll do that. Great answer, Cinder. Thank you. And then the final Patreon mailbag question comes from Lucky Bert. What is the oldest video game you have played in contrary to first game you have played? Is there a retro game you sometimes come back to and play once a year or so? For me, it is Jagged Alliance 2 from 99 because its mods are still getting updates. Oh, wow. What's the mm. oldest game I've played? Is this? Do you want to limit this to PC only or do you want to do no, anything? Anything. anything. Shit, what's the... Okay, so in recent memory, the oldest game I played and finished was Super Mario 64. Wait, was, is he asking, like, what's the, the oldest game you've played in general? Yes. Okay, so The oldest gonna, game you've ever played. Pong? Yeah, well, that's going to be hard to beat, I guess. I don't think I've played Pong. Really? Did you play the original Pong? I've played something on Atari, so... Okay. A bunch of games on Atari. Uh, What was that game called on... Was that on... Is that on Sega that you could play? It was some sort of... It was like a side-scroller where you were playing, I want to say, a barbarian or a viking or something. Fuck, what was that called? Because when, when, uh, when I was like six years old and we went to... I don't know what you call that in English, where you would go after school but not going home. What do you call that? Hell? <laughs> like, let's say you're, you're six years old, so you're in school for like until like 12 but your parents aren't off work yet so you go somewhere daycare? where is that isn't daycare the one for like really small children yes yeah so the one after that you don't have that gap like you're done in school you're not ready to go home you go there for a few hours to play football with some other people or play games or you know build stuff out of legos i feel like i know that's, that's not a thing in the u.s okay anyway there they had some old consoles they had super mario 64 i remember they had they definitely had a uh, a Nintendo 64, but they also had the console that came out before that one, the big one. That was the Sega something, right? Was that the Genesis? Genesis. That was the one? So I think we had a Sega Genesis, and I feel like I remember playing that game. It's so fucking long ago. The I oldest game you played is on Sega Genesis. Golden Axe! Somebody just wrote it in chat. Golden Axe. I've played Golden Axe. That's, That's probably the, the oldest, oldest game. game? That's probably the oldest game I've played. Really? Wow. 
I don't know if I've played something like really old in an You're arcade or whatever. Me feel very old. But I can't. I can't. Okay, I'm gonna anymore. have a different spin on this because it probably is Pong. I'm yeah. gonna go with the oldest game that I still play from time to time. Okay. And that's Mike Tyson's Punch Out. It's fucking good. That's also very old. That's fucking good game. It is a good game. I have never beat it. To have this you day. have you seen the runs from you know Awesome Games Done Quick right? The guy that does it blind. Have you seen the blindfolded video? Oh my god, fucking lovely! That was one of my favorite people. All the ever. sound cues apparently you can do until you get to Mike Tyson and Mike the Tyson's point RNG. where it's, it's a fifty-fifty on which one. Yeah. Uh, I having known that I still can't beat it. It's, so, it's a hard I've gotten game, to Tyson one time. It's, it's supposedly a very hard game. It's frustrating, but it is. All the remakes of it have been garbage. It's the oldest game that I play on the regular. I don't know. Like an actually old game. So I think, I think I completed Super Mario sixty four. That was like a few years ago. So it's not something I play regularly. Mm. Something I've picked up again. An old game that I really enjoyed playing again was Command and Conquer, the first one. What a fucking awesome game yep. that, was. that was. Really great. good. Red Alert is well. Red Alert is getting the hype, but Command and Conquer, the first one, is the one. It's so <laughs> okay. good. Okay. Okay. It's better than Red Alert, for sure. Um, what's another? Do you want to go down memory lane with some other great old games? Diablo 1. I never liked Diablo, Amazing game from uh, 97, I think it is. Brood War, for me, was the big first big PC game. Yeah. Before that, it was all console. So, the Super Mario's... Uh, what other big ones did I like? Metal Gear Solid. The original PlayStation, that was one of the best games of all time. And everything on Xbox was terrible. Halo hated it. I regretted buying that console immediately. What's the best new game you've played? Game yeah. that came 80s. out... 80s. Okay. Easy. Uh, that's, that's a very good candidate. And then past that, okay. I can't even think of one. It's been some artifact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 80s is godlike. Yeah. Amazing game. Uh, okay. Know. Well, what are we at? Forty. Wait. Forty minutes. Forty minutes. That's Should a short a episode. Elden Ring. Game. Elden Ring is very good, but I haven't completed it, so I can't really give that a a full on rating yet. I think I've played twenty five hours only. So it's a very long game. I think your your first playthrough is going to take almost a hundred hours if you do a lot of stuff. I'll take game. your word for it. <laughs> this episode is not sponsored. God, it's like. When I'm talking, the belts just come out full force. All right. That is our shortest. I'm pretty sure this is the shortest episode we've ever done. I don't think ever, but it's the shortest in a very long time. You don't think we've done one lower than 42 minutes? I think we have. I'll check. You will, actually. The title of this will be the shortest episode we've ever done, probably. Oh, is that a good title? (laughs) Not really. How about guest episode, Ebony? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we could do that. Uh, All right. Well, thanks for watching, guys. Hopefully we see some of you at the major. Let us know in the comments if you'll be there. If so, remember. uh, Well, we'll tweet, like, what day we're doing it. Yeah, because I'm not 100% sure on the day. I was told the Saturday, but it could change. Who knows? Remember, if you don't have tickets, it's in Stockholm, and it's 20th to 22nd of May, and you can just... Google the major and buy tickets. There's still tickets for sale, as far as I'm aware. That's right. We should still be able there to. There are some. still tickets. Um, yeah, and if we don't, for whatever reason, don't end up doing a live podcast, there we're definitely casting in the arena. Um, it's going to be awesome. This is the first time in over two years. I think it's 27 months since we had the last LAN with an audience. When's the in last Dota. time I cast in front of an audience? Captain's Even... draft. Oh, that's true. Or Midas mode. 
Midas mode. Midas mode was after Captain's Draft. Minus mode two was yes. after Captain's Draft. That was a live audience, and you cast there, Okay, right? yeah. So and that's the last one. In an arena, well, would you call Captain's Draft an arena? Well, it's... I haven't, I haven't cast in front of an reason. audience very much, because before that, I'm, I feel like, like panel, I've done audience mm -hmm. stuff, like some majors, but casting, TI4 uh, all-star match. Might be the only that is many years ago. That might be the only crowd, like big, like oh, legitimate shit. crowd. Uh, so. It's something else, though. I really look forward to it. It's so cool when the crowd is there; they get excited, they laugh at all my jokes because I'm really funny. You know, all, you know all that good <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah, make sure you guys check that out. Make sure you watch either the podcast live there or the major, of course, or both or everything. Um, that's it. We'll see you in the next episode of We Say Things. Bye. But thanks for listening. Yeah.